You're listening to Joyful Wedding Planning, your spot for de-stressing and relaxing while you plan your wedding. You might be thinking, is that even possible? Well, heck yeah, it is. I'm your host, Emily DeClue, founder of The Joy Factor, Weddings and Events, and I'm here to help you plan the wedding of your dreams joyfully. Whether you're a DIYer or a delegator, this podcast will help you find the joy factor as you plan your wedding. It is impossible to have a stress-free wedding, so just forget it, okay? JK, it's totally possible, and I'm going to tell you how to plan a mostly stress-free wedding. Hey, I'm Emily DeClue. I'm founder of The Joy Factor, a wedding and events planning company based in Toronto, serving couples, couples globally. I release new podcasts every Thursday to bring the joy factor into your wedding planning, so make sure to hit that follow button wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone everywhere will tell you that planning a stress-free wedding is a pipe dream. But I'm here to tell you that that's not actually the case. Look, I know there's a lot of emotion tied up into our weddings, and for good reason, too. You're professing your love to your person in front of literally everybody you know. Or you've been dreaming about this perfect day forever. Or your family's maybe traveling in from out of town and maybe you haven't seen them in years. Of course you want everything to be perfect, but that is like a massive load of stress to put on yourself. Look, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. There will be stressful moments, but they don't have to be like the most stressful ordeals of all time ever, like relationship ending, like doom and gloom, like apocalyptic situations. It just doesn't have to be like that. So this is the second episode in a series where I'm talking about sort of like the mindset behind planning your wedding. I think this is gonna be a three-part series, not 100% sure yet, but like I said, every Thursday I drop new videos, so stay tuned for more. Okay, so when I was planning my wedding, the most stressful thing that I had to deal with was renting chairs, and I was catering the entire thing by myself, and I made my husband's jacket, and I did a thousand DIY projects, and none of them even came close to how stressful it was to order some stupid chairs. I let myself panic for three days straight, trying to figure out which company would fit into our budget, which one would deliver at the correct time, because we only had the venue for a certain amount of time, which one would pick up on the same day? Would we have to go pick up the chairs ourselves and then bring them back? But how is that gonna work? Because I wanna have some champagne on my wedding day. Do I have to be responsible for this? I don't wanna put that on anybody else either. What am I gonna do? Obviously, there was a solution, because in the end, we got the chairs. I just had to pay a little bit of extra cash for them. Yeah, you know, it ate into my budget a little bit, but it was so much better than letting myself be eaten alive by the stress of not knowing, like, how do I get these chairs on this, like, super tiny little budget that I've allocated for myself? And by the way, $250 is a ridiculous amount of money to budget for chairs. But here's the thing, even though... I was letting myself be stressed out. And notice that I'm saying like, I let myself be stressed out. I knew a solution would present itself eventually. I just kept repeating that over and over in my head. Like a solution will present itself. A solution will present itself. And it did. Like I said, we just shelled out a little bit of extra cash for the chairs. And after that whole ordeal of like letting myself be that ridiculously stressed out, I made a promise to myself. I'm like, I'm not going to let this get the better of me anymore. I know there's always a solution to this stuff. I am an event planner with over 10 years of experience. There is always, always a solution. Sometimes they're wild solutions, but there is always a solution. So I'm just not going to let myself get that 
anywhere near that level of stressed out anymore about my wedding because I really want it to be a nice day and I'm sure you feel the same way. And this brings me to point number one of planning a stress-free wedding. Point number one, you get to choose what stresses you out. Actually, it's a fact. And like, when I first heard about this concept, I was like, there's no way in hell. Like there, there are things that are out of my control that are absolutely stressing me out. Like work, for example, or other people's opinions about things, or what is, what is my new family gonna think of this? Or what is my family gonna think of that? And the fact of the matter is that if it's out of my control, I don't need to worry about it. Like I can choose to not worry about those types of things. And this is a skill you're probably gonna have to practice a little bit before it starts to make sense to you. Like it took me about a year for this to actually make sense. Like I get to choose what I deal with in the day and what what bothers me, like what I let bother me. Like, like if I let an email that was a little bit snarky from a vendor bother me, I would probably never move on with anything in my life. But there comes a certain point where you just have to say, well, that person must be having a crappy day. Too bad for them, I guess. Doop-a-doop-a-doo. You know what I mean? You have to be able to let yourself choose the things that get to you. Like uh, water off a duck's back. And I'm gonna share a little bit more about how to not get into the weeds of worrying about specific things a little bit later in this video. Point number two, always budget for miscellaneous items like chairs. <laughs> I know I'm harping on the chair thing, but this was truly like my biggest stressor the whole time. My three day stress. Oh, you're always going to have extra things. I had so many more than I anticipated for myself just because like I came up with new ideas and I was like, well, this is going to be cooler if I do it like this, or I want this particular type of manicure instead of the $40 one. So always just have a little extra slush fund that you can use in order to make these new ideas come to fruition, or maybe things that you forgot, like wedding favors, all of a sudden oh shoot, I didn't budget two to $5 per person to give them a little something to take away at the end of the wedding. What am I gonna do? Having extra money available is just gonna make your life a lot less stressful. But isn't that the same with life? <laughs> money. Point number three, remove toxic people from your existence, if at all possible. I know this isn't 100% possible all the time, but again, it's choosing to let things get to you. However, if you have the option to say like, I don't wanna go with this particular vendor, they're like triggering something ridiculous in me and every time I get an email from them, I feel like my heart's jumping into my throat and I wanna cry, just cancel it. There might be a deposit that you have to let go of, but trust me, it is so much more worth your happiness and your joy for your wedding day to just cancel a service and like, let it go. Yeah, it does suck to let go of some of that money, but that's the sunk cost fallacy. That's what my husband's always reminding me. Emily, it's the sunk cost fallacy. You don't need to do that thing you said you were going to do that you hate just because you paid 20 bucks for it. You know what I mean? Now, some people in your life might be a little anxiety inducing. Perhaps it's your mom. Perhaps it's your new mother-in-law. Perhaps it's another family member or it's your maid of honor. It could be so many different people that all have to do with your wedding day and you have to work closely with them. So what are some strategies that you can do to work with the anxiety that they present you with? First of all, think about 
what they must be going through with the day. Having some sort of emotional empathy for a person can really, really help. Second, you can choose an attitude of gratitude, which is probably really annoying if you're at a super stressed out level right now, but it does help. Can you find five things you're grateful for for this person? What are they helping you with with the, with the wedding? Are they following through on certain tasks? And you know what? If they're not following through on other tasks, maybe you could say, hey, I noticed you're really busy. I don't want to stress you out. I'm going to take this on and don't even worry about it. Hey, you could give it to somebody else. They don't need to know. But still, it's, you know, find ways to like remove the toxic anxiety feelings and sensations from your life because it's going to make it a lot easier for you to continue on planning your wedding joyfully. Point number four, plan for your plans to not go as they planned. Oh boy, oh boy. Listen, every single event has something wild going on with it. I've never ever had like a quote unquote perfect event. And I know that that's just not the reality. The reality is people are delayed. Like my grandparents got stuck in traffic on the way to my brother's wedding. So our dinner was delayed by 15, 20 minutes. Really not the end of the world, but there is already an expectation that things may shift. They just do. Or maybe you forgot a really important, essential piece of your ceremony and you're like, oh shit, maybe I don't have a very important prop that I wanted. You have to kind of choose in that moment if it's going to make your life better or worse to let it go, to let the plan that you planned for unplan itself. But again, this comes down to you and your attitude Are you letting these things get to you? Are you allowing them to permeate your amazing, wonderful aura? Or are you letting it kind of bounce off of you? The choice is really yours. Point number five, do not let things go till the last minute. Make a plan with your fiance and with yourself and a promise to each other that you're not going to let things slide. You're not going to do stuff at the very last second because having a whole bunch of things that you could have been doing intermittently the months leading up to your wedding, like all stacked up the day before your wedding, that is a recipe for disaster and sadness and stress beyond belief. Like I would, I would be like, what, how do I live? What is my existence? What am I going to do? It's terrible. But then I've had so much experience planning these types of events that I'm like, okay, things really need to be done in a sequential order with plenty of time allocated to them, like more than enough, especially if you're DIYing to make sure that it all gets done. And if you need help with that, I can definitely help you plan your DIY wedding and make sure that like you have an amazing schedule of like the cake needs to be baked today. The brownies need to be baked tomorrow. And I'm talking real DIY because that's how I did my wedding. If you're starting to notice that things are sliding, make sure that you have a plan in place with your fiance to say, this is what we're going to do if we notice that things aren't getting done on schedule. These are the things we're going to drop. This is how we're going to rearrange our schedule in order to get things done. Knowing in advance that things might not go exactly as you planned for your plans also will really help to relieve a lot of the stress. And that brings me to point number six. Focus on the big picture. Remember earlier I said I'm going to share how to not let all the nitty gritty things tie you down. It is by focusing on the big picture. What is, what is the feeling you want on the day? What do you want to be feeling at each moment when you're planning out your itinerary or when you're reviewing the one that your event planner sent you? What is it that you, how do you want to be emotionally 
involved with it. And what is the main outcome when you're looking at all of your pictures later or your video later? How do you want everything to feel when you're looking at those pictures? Because, you know, like later on, if you're looking at pictures of getting ready and you know the whole time you were like monstrously stressed out, that's what looking at that picture is going to conjure for you again. And that kind of sucks. And you don't want that. You want the whole thing to be as joyful as possible, right? So shift your focus if you can. You know what? Like we all get into these like little tiny detail moments, shift your focus if you can into the big picture, into what this is really about. It's about you and your fiance professing your love to one another, signing some documents and having a great party. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, marriage is a much more complicated beast than planning a wedding. Like, don't let it be your downfall. Let it be the thing that lifts you up. All that to say, you absolutely can have a stress-free wedding if you choose to, but you gotta choose it. So if you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you followed and shared this episode with a friend or your fiance. If you're feeling like totally stressed and overwhelmed and you wanna bring the joy factor back into your wedding planning, I would be so happy to share what I know to help. So drop me an email at emily at joyfactorweddings.com or a DM on Instagram. I will be back next Thursday with another wedding planning episode. So until then, keep it joyful. Thanks for listening to Joyful Wedding Planning. I hope you got something out of this episode. And hey, if you did, leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps me to find more listeners just like you so that we can take all the stress out of wedding planning and go from panic to joy-filled moments. Need help to plan your wedding? Book a call with me at joyfactorweddings.com. I can't wait to help you plan the wedding of your dreams. This podcast was produced by The Ultimate Creative. Learn more about producing your own podcast at theultimatecreative.com.